So I just received a blog article from a fellow public adjuster basically telling us that Napia has aligned with the insurance industry on capping our fees at 15% nationwide. I'm gonna get into it right now in three, two, one. What's up advocates? Welcome back to a special edition of the Commercial Claim Show. And I just wanted to make this video because fact of the matter is, it's a little alarming uh, about the blog that I just read. Now it's a blog, okay? And I'm going to cite the blog now. It's, uh, it was written by uh, Anthony Diulio. I'm sorry, Anthony, if I pronounced that wrong. I'm a fellow Italian myself, so I apologize if I butchered it. Uh, Anthony Diulio is an attorney for Wheeler, Diulio, and Barnabé. And uh, they are property damage attorneys. According to their website, website here, uh, which is wdblegal.com. They, uh, they do have offices in Philadelphia and New Jersey. So I don't know exactly where they're physically located, but they do have two offices there, Philadelphia and New Jersey. It looks like they are property damage attorneys. So they work in our industry. Uh, it's a great blog article, to be honest, because it gives some facts and then it also gives uh, his opinion on it. And I'm going to go through it basically little by little. So basically the article starts off with the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, the NAIC, and the uh, NCOIL, National Coalition of Insurance Regulators, They've been pushing for a national bill to cap public adjuster fees at 15%. And they've also are trying to push in this bill that the 15% will only apply to anything after the contract with the public adjuster is signed. So what does that mean? Any undisputed funds that were paid for before the public adjuster came into play cannot be charged 15%. Why is this a problem? Because although in Florida and many other states, you could only charge on what you get additional. In a state like Texas, for example, where there's a 10% cap, it can be charged on the entire RCV, no matter when the public adjuster gets involved. So whether you agree with this or not, it's still, it would be a change. APIA, which is the American Association, let me get it right, American Association of Public Insurance Adjusters, uh, and my good friend Cole Klein, they're very, very involved in making sure that these things don't happen. And one thing that they've been trying to push is they've been trying to push the limit from 2% in Kentucky up to 15%. Um, but the problem is, is NAPIA, the National Association of Public Insurance Adjusters, and I'm going to put the letter here. Uh, I'm going to put a link to the letter. It's a long, long bill. And if you go all the way down page 135, you will see, quote, that NAPIA will not oppose the proposed fee caps in section 14d which is this 15 percent across the entire nation and only on only after the contract is signed obviously this is concerning because napia is an association for public adjusters and they really should not be aligning with something like this uh, because the fact of the matter is is we shouldn't be capped at something like 15 percent. and i'm going to explain why because some people are if you're not a policyholder you're a roofer or contractor and whatever you don't agree with public adjusters to begin with you know maybe you think that we should be capped at 15 percent. the reason why i'm going to say that's not a good thing and and honestly anthony does a very good job at explaining this also in the article is because no public adjuster is built the same, right? Are there bad public adjusters? Of course. In any industry that you're in, you're going to find bad apples no matter what that probably shouldn't be charging more than 10% because frankly, their service sucks. But when you have public adjusting firms, not to toot our own horn, but I think we do a pretty good job at elite resolutions and making our clients happy, doing our due diligence, doing our investigation, following up with the insurance company every seven days, making sure we respond to RFIs, making sure we provide the proof of loss. And there's a, and honestly, we do events all over the country. And I mean, 
a ton of public adjusters that do all those things that they're supposed to do. Some of them, is it's a premium product and we should be able to charge more. So why should we be capped at 15%? I can see being capped at say 30% or 40% or something like that. I can see a cap like that happen, but the cap is down at 15. It's not fair for those public adjusting firms that really are, are, are just going above and beyond on their service that they provide to the, uh, to the homeowner. If you're struggling, and waiting forever and a day to get paid on your claims because you have to wait for the mortgage company, you have to wait for the client, you have to wait for all of these things. Ink Payments by Ink solves that for you. By simply uploading it onto their system, everything gets processed and you get directly deposited your fee into your bank account. Choose Ink Pay and make sure that you use the promo code VINCE so that you can get $299 off the initial registration fee. So go ahead and check it out, Ink Payments. We've been using it for a long time. The second reason why this is bad is because capping us at 50% basically disallows us to handle small, normal size losses. It puts us in a position as business owners and as, as small businesses to only go after large losses. So what does this do? This basically leaves the homeowner in a single family home, small home, basically they are uh, left to the insurance company's devices because a public adjuster may not want to take a claim if they could only charge 15%. And I'm going to give you some facts here. So let's do the math. All right. The uh, I, the Insurance Information Institute, indicates that 5.3% of insured homes had a claim in 2021. That's 88% of homeowners have insurance and there are approximately 144 million. Let me get to the real good stuff. In the section where it's called the position, uh, it's very crystal clear. I love what he says here. Uh, Anthony says here is a blanket cap on public, uh, public adjuster fees will only benefit insurance company. This is an opinion, but rather it's a fact. 92% of all insurance claims are under $25,000. Think about that. 92% of all insurance claims are under $25,000. That means that the mass majority of those with average value claims will not be able to support any type of professional assistance. In other words, insurance companies will not have a check or balance on its conduct for 92% of the claims. If you are an insurance, uh, an, a public adjuster, one person shop that basically handles normal single family $25,000 losses, and you're not signing a ton of claims, that 15% cap may not allow you to actually make a decent living. Like you could make an okay living, but not the type of living that, why I became a public adjuster, why a lot of people watch this channel is because they, they don't wanna be rich, but they don't wanna have to worry about money. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster or contractor or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm. And what's the point of grinding and hustling and, and trying to find those claims and going to networking events and door knocking and doing all these things if you're going to be capped at 15%? Now, you know, I know you might be saying after a catastrophic loss, you're capped at 10%, but that's different for two reasons. There's claims everywhere, reason number one. And reason number two, those claims always get paid. You're not fighting whether a claim is, is covered or not. You're not fighting coverage. You're only fighting the value of it. 
And again, there's a ton of them, but if you're just in a normal public adjusting, you're out there looking for claims, it's gonna hurt. Also for a larger public adjusting firm that only focuses on smaller losses or normal $25,000 losses, it's gonna be a cut to the bottom line when you can't charge anything else. Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim. And the reason is, is it's very high pressure. And as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the build back process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, anything like that, where they need a place to stay, Call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. Now to some public adjusting firms, it's not make a difference, but we don't want it to just get any worse. So I think it's an issue. And I think the bigger issue is probably Napia being on the side of this and, and, and actually agreeing with it. So if you are a part of Napia or you're somebody high level up, please feel free. I'd love to have you on the podcast and we can go over it. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not the greatest debater to be honest, but why not? We can go over it and we can see what, what you got to say. So, and then there's some more stats here is basically... 88% of homeowners have insurance and they are approximately 144 million homes. So 6.7 million claims a year. If 92% of those go without professional representation, there would be around $94 billion in unchecked unchecked in claims per year. That's 94. And now we're exaggerating because some of those may be handled by a public adjuster. But if the vast majority of public adjusters walk away from claims because it's, because it's not worth it to them, then those are claims that the insurance company is getting away with underpaying. Because we know as public adjusters that 99% of the time, the insurance company underpays. It is just their business model. And I hate to break it to you. I'm really not one that bashes insurance companies but it is what it is. I had been looking for an accountant for years and I was unable to find anybody that I liked, that I worked with and was able to do what I needed to be done to my taxes and to my accountant. Jeremy David at Noble Wealth has been a godsend to me, my family and my company. We have saved so much money in taxes I can't even begin to describe and he knows what he's doing. You need to call Jeremy at Noble Wealth and get yourself the right accountant because he's the man who's going to help you save on taxes because ultimately you don't want to be making money, especially if you're self-employed and having it all go to the IRS. Call Jeremy, call Noble Wealth, and they will help you tremendously with the entire accounting process and your tax situation from A to Z. So there is a caveat here because what they were trying to fight for reasonable fees. This language, as Anthony says here, is far more, produ uh, far more productive to the end goal than a flat fee cap. If the concern is unscrupulous public adjusters, then a law requiring reasonable fees can be reviewed on a case-by-case -case basis as complaints are made, but not every claim is the same. Not all services are the same. As a result, if the NAIC wishes to regulate fees, then the only viable option is reasonable fees, which obviously I'm not against that. I will say, I will share one more thing that the public adjuster uh, actually brought up is I'm okay with there being a fee cap across the entire country because the fact of the matter is is elite resolutions is licensed in about 16 or 17 different states and there's a lot of different fee caps and you don't know what the fee cap is in this state and that state you have to look up the statutory laws it would ultimately help if there was a fee cap if you really think about it because we wouldn't have to worry about it we know that this is what it is blanket across the entire country but at 15 percent, i don't think that's right especially if it's only on new uh, on, on after the contract is signed. So sometimes after the undisputed payment, because like I said, in Texas, 10% off the whole RCV, it makes it worth it getting some of those small losses. And as a owner of Elite Resolutions, a public adjusting firm that really focuses on these smaller losses, 
it, it would hurt. It would be a hurt, uh, a hit to our bottom line if we couldn't charge our normal 20% that we charge in Florida and other states throughout the country as well. Um, so that's that. Uh, just real quick, there's an asterisk here. This math uses the average claim value of $14,000 as reported in 2019 uh, by IIII rather than an assumption of $25,000 for a claim. So that's that. I want to go over just to make everyone aware uh, of this happening. Uh, I don't agree with it. Uh, if you do, if you don't, I'd love to read your comments below and I do read the comments and I will respond to them. Please like and share uh, this video whenever you can so that we can continue to grow this channel uh, and make sure that you subscribe as well. We have a new video coming out every week, one to two to three videos every week with valuable information for public adjusters, contractors, insurance attorneys, and consumers alike. So thank you for watching guys. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you later. Peace out.